Hey, podcast listeners, welcome to a very special edition of the NetSuite podcast. For the next four episodes, we'll be covering NetSuite Now On Air, a four-week immersive event experience gathering NetSuite experts, customers, and industry thought leaders to help you get the most out of NetSuite and walk away with fresh and practical insights to keep building your business. It's basically Sweet World, but virtual. The goal of NetSuite Now On Air is to empower you to continue to build on what you already know about NetSuite. There's tons of learning opportunities, including live discussions with product experts, peers, and NetSuite partners. We have keynotes, breakout sessions, and even an online lounge for you to ask any lingering questions you might have. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in some NetSuite folks and inside and outside experts to discuss some of the highlights from each week, diving into a couple of the topics and previewing what's coming next. Now joining us for these episodes is my boss, editor-in-chief of NetSuite, Fritz Nelson. Hey, Kendall. Glad to be joining you. Now I can keep a closer eye on you. <laughs> I'm glad you are too. We've, uh, we've never done this before on the NetSuite podcast, so I'm excited to have you. Now, uh, we began last week with the theme of finance. In fact, um, every week of NetSuite Now On Air has a theme, and today we'll be bringing on internal experts Ranga Bodla, Lisa Schwarz, and Andrew Heary, as well as the CFO of Final Sight, one of our customers, Jim Calabrese, to talk more about everything that happened last week. But first, we began on air with NetSuite's founder, Evan Goldberg, giving a big keynote. What were some of the big themes there, Fritz? Kendall, Evan, usually in his keynotes, hits on a few of the big benefits of NetSuite. And he, he talks about the role of insights, control, and agility. And all of those are, are needed in abundance right now. But he also introduced two things that have been guiding principles here at NetSuite. And those are collaboration and productivity. And by collaboration, it's not just things like video conferencing and, you know, business messaging and email and things like that. They're all important and very necessary. What he's talking about is having a unified operational and business language for every role in the organization, a common set of data, a common set of ways to talk about the business and how it's being built. And on the productivity front, we're really talking about doing more with less is another big theme for this year for most people, but also the idea that everyday tasks often get in our way, those mundane, repetitive tasks like month and close and so much time gets wasted. So productivity is another big thing. Yeah, he, he also talked a lot about automation, intelligence and sweetness. Um, can you tell us more about that? Yeah, and one of the one of the ways to solve the productivity challenge is through automation. How many things can we just those repetitive tasks that we talk about, how many of them can just be automated? And then intelligence is kind of a, a close cousin to that. And this is where the system really kind of learns and watches what you do and can help you um, can surface things to you based on certain patterns. It can predict risks. And, and Evan talked about some of that capability in our products as well. It can look at historical things like accruals and make them happen automatically with some human intervention just to override it. And then the last thing is sweetness, which 
he, he put it really succinctly. He said, you know, new features are great. They bring incremental value, but how we integrate them across the suite brings exponential value. And then he also talked about all of the exciting new features in 2020 release too. We've talked a lot about that on this podcast here too. And Evan also even got into the directional things on, on what's coming. Can you speak to all of that? Well, I'm not going to spoil all the surprises for those who haven't heard. You can definitely um, go watch that. But one of the big things that he really talked about for every single major role of people who use NetSuite is that idea of making their lives and their jobs easier, taking away some of the everyday repetitive tasks with a lot of deep dives into how people do things, whether they're a finance person, an HR person, somebody in an operations role, an admin, and and again, making those easier to do so that people can spend more of their time driving value, driving strategic value. And we'll get into some of the actual features and directional thinking in the weeks coming up as well. So I wanna, I wanna save some of the surprises for that. Yeah, I love that, that theme there. We, we've talked a lot about that on the podcast as well, you know, um, getting rid of some of these mundane tasks to allow people to do what they were hired to do. You know, you weren't hired to, to do all these manual inputs or whatever you're doing. You, you were hired to bring some, some level of strategy and, and uh, to really up the game of your business. So I, I love that. Um, and then as you alluded to, everybody can watch Evan's keynote on demand if they, if they missed it last week. We'll provide all of that information in the description of this podcast episode. Yeah, and I want to I flip the script a little bit. You, you always ask the questions, but you hosted a fireside chat as part of our weekly thought leadership series called Business Forward with one of our favorite special guests, uh, Kara Golden of Hint Water. And those who haven't tried it, by the way, my favorite is spicy curry, Hint Water. <laughs> Fritz, Fritz, I know you have these fantasies in your head of what different types of water Hank can create, but I'm telling you, spicy curry is not yet one of them. Okay, maybe one day. <laughs> but how, how did, all, all kidding aside, how did that chat with Kara go? I mean, as always, it was great. Kara is such an inspiration, um, both as a business leader, but, but honestly, as a mentor, and especially for me as a woman in business, she just, she's such a shining light in this arena. She talked a lot about this theme of being undaunted because it is actually the title of her upcoming book, which is being released on October 20th on Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. So she, she hit on that theme quite a bit, some of the doubts, the fears she overcame in her entrepreneurial journey, but also in her life in general. And then she talked a lot about how she grew Hint, how she got it to where it is today, and, and a lot about how she got through COVID-19, some of the big changes she made within her organization. And she has an all-American supply chain and just uh, honestly how that kind of provided some opportunities to the company during a really hate to use this word, but during an uncertain time, she, she saw a big boost there. And, and that's great a lot of times, but uh, there was a lot of challenges that came with that too. So she spoke all about that. It was a, a really good conversation. We got into a little bit of a Q&A at the end. So great stuff. As always with Kara, I just adore speaking with her. Yeah. Well, we have some other special guests coming up. Should we get to it? Let's get to it. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, 
discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Our first guest joining Fritz and me on this episode is Jim Calabrese, the CFO of Final Sight, who joined Evan's keynote to help kick off NetSuite Now on air. Hi, Jim. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I want to start off here. Can you just give us a brief overview of Final Sight? What does the company do? Yeah, Final Sight provides uh, websites for schools, independent, public, international schools. We currently have close to 2,000 clients in uh, close to 90 countries around the world. And you, you're in, in the UK, big operation in the UK too, right? Yes, we have two primary locations. We have Glastonbury, Connecticut, and we have Teddington, UK. And I only ask that because I'm wondering if Hogwarts is one of your schools. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they're, they're actually a big subscriber of ours, absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. Just making, just making sure. And we got to keep the magic of NetSuite and the magic of schools. Yeah. One uh, of the themes of Evan's uh, keynote, which you were part of, was automation. That notion of, you know, being able to automate some of the mundane and repetitive tasks, easing the pain of finance folks. What, what are some of those painful, repetitive tasks that you see in your organization? So there's, there's a multiple array of things that we've sort of attacked since we've gone to NetSuite, right? So, you know, there's the day-to-day -day sort of process things that we've attacked. Like one of the, one of the challenges usually is that, you know, an employee's expense report stuck somewhere along the way, you know, their manager hasn't approved it or they haven't submitted it or there's a vendor bill that's pending a manager approval or their executive's approval, uh, we've set searches up to do a lot of follow-up for us. So, you know, for instance, we pay employee expenses every Friday. So on, on Wednesdays, the employee receives an email. If they haven't submitted an employee expense report, it basically says to them, you know, please review it. And if, you know, if you haven't submitted it, please do so now. Thursdays, the manager gets an email that says, hey, look, Jim's expense report is sitting in your queue. Please go into Employee Center and approve said expense report, right? So, and then Thursday afternoon, finance gets an email that says, hey, look, Jim's, uh, Jim's expense report is waiting for you guys to do final sign-off. So we try to do those things before sort of the expense run so that we're not chasing things at the last minute. And usually what ends up happening is like, you know, those types of things, like a vendor bill has been out there for a few weeks. We forget to send a reminder. The vendor doesn't get paid. Like all of those things through safe searches have really helped us quite a bit in terms of staying on top of workload. So, um, you know, that's one thing. The second thing we've done is we've created quite a few uh, exception reports. So if we have an issue where a revenue arrangement, there's an element on a revenue arrangement and it's not, it's not populating correctly or something was wrong with the order, we have exception reports that sit on our notifications queue. So we're able to address those throughout the month so that as we're trying to get through the close process, we're not saying, geez, you know, I don't know why we're not getting revenue from these four or five clients. It's we've already caught it during the month. So, right, you know, that's probably step two. And then the third thing that we've done, you know, which I think is pretty cool is, you know, you know, we're a private equity owned business. So there's usually a lot of uh, adjustments that occur, you know, in terms of how we measure, you know, EBITDA or company performance. So what we've done is we've leveraged statistical accounts at NetSuite 
And we've basically incorporated the statistical accounts into our financial reporting reports so that we're able to track any of those adjustments sort of as an uh, off financial statement adjustment, but do it in a system so that if somebody says to us, hey, look at, you know, if you go through a sale process or, you know, your investors, you're trying to see how you've done over a 12 or 24, 36 month period, we're able to easily recreate those reports and it, and it shows them immediately what all those adjustments are. So we don't have to go back and recreate it from Excel. So, you know, those are sort of three different levels of things that we've done from an automation perspective that have helped us quite a bit. I, and just a quick follow-up on that. During these times of COVID, I imagine there's maybe more pressure to produce those reports a little more frequently, or at least we've heard that from other companies, maybe Maybe you haven't experienced that. Well, I mean, we've we've been pretty lucky, I think, from a COVID perspective, right? I mean, I think our our clients have obviously been impacted, you know, because they've gone from sort of a classroom environment to to a home environment to a hybrid environment, right? So the schools themselves have really had a dramatic uh, change through COVID, you know, and we've been very lucky as a software company. I mean, similar to NetSuite, right? We can, as long as you have a browser, you know, you can do your job pretty much from anywhere, you know? So from our perspective, you know, a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff continues to happen. It's just, instead of everybody in, being in the same building, we're now at our, in our houses. So, um, you know, from our perspective, it's really been about communicating with everybody to make sure that everybody still feels like they're part of the group, as opposed to, um, you know, if we were, you know, if we're a school and we're going through dramatic changes, like we're not having those impacts. Maybe we can touch a little bit on scenario planning and how you've tackled that during COVID. Yeah, so again, I mean, I think, you know, we've been pretty lucky in terms of we've been able to sort of do our day-to-day -day jobs during COVID because we've been remote, you know, so from a scenario planning perspective, we're, we've connected with our sales folks to identify, you know, work with them on, you know, what's the percentage of renewals that we're getting? What are we doing from a new business perspective? So we've been able to to stay on top of the forecast with, you know, inputs because we've been able to continue to connect with, with the folks that we work with. I mean, I think, you know, knock on wood, we've been lucky in terms of, you know, it's just, it's not been the same degree that a lot of other organizations have sort of struggled with through COVID. And to kind of round things out here, Jim, what major benefits has Final Sight seen from using a unified suite? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, right off the bat, I mean, one of the things that we did in our implementation process, right, is we were able to use sort of the advanced approvals functionality on the ERP side and leverage the sweet people sort of org chart scenario from a, you know, an HRIS perspective. So a lot of times what will happen is you have to sort of maintain this employee database in your ERP system. And then your HR system sort of sits on the side, you know, with the integrated unified suite, we've been able to combine those things. So, you know, from our perspective, every transaction basically routes through the same level of approvals where it goes from, you know, supervisor to department manager to executive to CFO to CEO, depending on the amounts. And all of that stuff is really leveraging what's in suite people. So that's, that was really one of the bigger things that we've done because I, you know, I know in working with other systems, trying to maintain that hierarchy is always challenging on the ERP side. So 
the fact that we're doing it with our HR system and then that's feeding sort of the rules on the ERP side, that's a huge win for us. I think the other thing that really sort of helps us from a unified suite perspective is that our employees are able to sort of get a lot of their main things in one place, right? So PTO scheduling, expense reports, purchase orders, vendor bills, you know, time tracking, paychecks, all of that stuff is sitting in employee center. So they don't have to go, you know, to, I got to go to this system for a purchase order. I got to go to this system for an expense report. So we've really, we've really combined a lot of things. So it's, it sort of has been helpful that it's sort of a unified interface for them. And it's, you know, it's simple as clicking the blue button to figure out, you know, am I doing an expense report today? Am I looking at a paycheck, et cetera? So those, both of those things have been very helpful for us. Great. Well, Jim, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for joining us last week during our NetSuite Now on air. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you soon. Great. Next up, we've got Andrew Heary joining in. He's NetSuite's ERP product director and hosted our product keynote last week, diving into all things financial planning and budgeting. Hey, Andrew, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite Podcast. Thank you for having me. Now, your product keynote was about financial intelligence. Can you tell us what that means? Sure. So financial intelligence is really NetSuite taking all the information it has from being a suite that runs a business and giving all that information and usable consumer information Uh, at the fingertips of of the user, whether it's somebody in accounts payable or whether it's a controller or a CEO, just having access to all that data accurately, quickly uh, at the fingertips is what we're shooting for. One of the areas that you talked about in your keynote was streamlining the movement of cash. By the way, anytime I hear the word cash, I get very excited, but I realize we're talking about it digitally here. And really here you're talking about automation. Can you give some examples of that automation when it comes to the movement of cash in your business? Yeah, well, you know, cash is king for most businesses, especially growing businesses, uh, whether they're uh, looking for cash or burning through a lot of cash. The, The automation piece really comes from connecting the inbound cash, the outbound cash to the transaction and giving the single place of visibility into the inbound and the outbound of uh, of the movement of that cash. So, you know, automation around paying those vendors, how they're going to get paid, um, reconciling those vendor payments, you know, all that stuff is stuff we can control uh, and it plays into that real-time cash balance as well as receiving customer payments, uh, how customers get paid, you know, we don't have to rely on checks in the mail anymore and somebody that uh, manually keys them in. Uh, we can automate that cash receipts process in a lot of different ways. And again, that lends itself to this real-time cash visibility and access to what is my cash balance very quickly for the user. One of the areas that you also talked about in this regard is, is bank integration and, and bank reconciliation. What are we doing there? If you could just tease that out a little bit. Yeah, so our our new bank reconciliation functionality, we give the users the ability to incorporate their 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 bank into you know the NetSuite ecosystem so uh, they can put their bank credentials in to NetSuite uh, and then that bank feed the information that 
takes place at the bank, you know, all the ins and outs of the charges that the banks might give them, uh, all that becomes usable data now within NetSuite. And as part of that bank reconciliation, we consume uh, what the bank is sending us. So it's going to know it's a bank charge. It's going to know that you had a customer send a payment for invoice one, two, three. Uh, and we're able to consume that information and we're able to process it uh, using automation to perform the bank reconciliation, right? The the goal here is the old saying uh, amongst accountants, best bank rec is one we don't have to do. So the, the goal for us would be to consume all that information uh, as real time as possible. So that bank reconciliation isn't really a a thing that people have to do at the end of the week, at the end of the month anymore. And if you want to check out more about the Bank Feeds app, you can go ahead and check that out in a demo, which is on our YouTube currently, our NetSuite YouTube. That's there for you. And we will actually, uh, that's for North America, and we'll actually have one for EMEA coming out shortly. Now, Andrew, you also talked about period and close and automating that process more. How far can we take that concept? I envision we take it uh, we take it pretty far. You know, I first want to kind of take out the the period end or the bad feelings that everybody gets when they oh I got to go through uh, you know month end uh, closing. We want to take that and and turn it into just uh, stuff that's happening throughout the month. So the period end is actually just reviewing what's been happening. It's managing only exceptions and all the things that we used to have to do at month end because we were waiting for all these workflows to complete. We were waiting for information from some third parties. We're actually looking to, to embed that throughout the, the process across the month, right? I don't need to wait to review transactions that I know are going to post at the month end. I don't need to wait to look at them at month end. Uh, I have them on the first week of the period. I can look at them now. I can look for anomalies now. NetSuite can recommend anomalies in those postings well before month end, so you're not cramming it all in. And then with the suite across uh, all of NetSuite, uh, you know, we have the ability to do a lot of things that one normally waits till month end. We have the ability to automate a lot of that stuff. So come month end, you don't need a user to go out and find how much PTO do I have to accrue. Uh, with our HCM product, uh, we can just bring in the the PTO balance and just accrue it for you. So I think there's a long way we can go to really turn that period and what used to be the period and close into what we're calling the accounting cycle and just making it this continuous thing that at come month end, you got a few exceptions you have to manage. You got some approvals you have to go through and you check your tasks off and you're done. In terms of intelligence, you talked in your keynote about NetSuite doing things like suggesting tasks and even creating tasks based on historical processes and tasks involved in the period end close. What does that look like? I mean, is that that's truly adding some cool intelligence to this process? One of the, the easy examples I, I throw out is we have workflows that, that need approval throughout a period. I might have vendor invoices that don't post to my GL until they're approved. Um, I can uh, you know, effectively decide to automate a task that says, hey, I got these five workflows that are not complete at month end, and it's related to an expense for that period. If those workflows don't get completed, I can set up rules to say, uh, well, go ahead and accrue that expense at the end of the period, even though that the approvals haven't done. You know, it, kind of the old way of doing it is I got to track people down. Hey, can you 
go through your approval list, right? Approve all the expense reports, you know, approve all your vendor bills. You got to track people down. You have to harass them to, to complete those workflows so everything falls in the proper period. You know, with the accounting cycle and moving forward and consuming data we already know in NetSuite, I can just make rules to say, well, I'm not going to worry about nagging them anymore. I'm going to make decisions to either accrue it or not accrue it. Maybe it's too much to accrue and I don't accrue it. Or or maybe I set rules where I want to accrue things by, uh, by an amount or by who didn't approve it. Uh, so we have a lot of flexibility there in how we'll be able to move forward with consuming existing data, creating these tasks um, for the period um, checklist and, um, and then consuming data that we already know about in NetSuite. Great. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us and for everybody listening in. If you missed Andrew's keynote last week, you can check that out on demand now. Thanks, Andrew. I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Great. Thanks for having me. There's enough uncertainty to go around right now. NetSuite reduces it by giving you visibility and control. With so many critical decisions to make, you need the right numbers and you need them right now. NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, we give you financials, cash flow, payroll, inventory, and more all in one place so you have clear visibility and total control of your business. NetSuite customers have the flexibility to work from anywhere with immediate clarity on critical information right at their fingertips. No more guessing, no more waiting. Make smarter decisions with confidence because you've got crystal clear visibility into your numbers. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to stay in control. Receive your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com USA. Don't wait. Get your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com USA. netsuite.com USA. Again, if you missed Andrew's keynote last week and want to check it out now, you can do so by heading to the agenda page on the NetSuite Now On Air event site and clicking On Demand. Now let's bring on Ranga Bodla, NetSuite Vice President of Field Engagement and Marketing, to chat about last week's breakout sessions and what's happening this week. Hi, Ranga. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey there, Kendall. Glad to be here. So I want to really briefly chat about what we missed last week, week one of NetSuite Now On Air and the breakout sessions, what people learned, what people took away, and how they can tune in if they missed it. Man, you know, week one, this was the, this is the, the most exciting part of the conference, you know, kicked off obviously with Evan's keynote. But, you know, one of the big things that Evan talked about was financials. And so we made this week, from a breakout session perspective, all about financials. Financials, budgeting, and planning made easy. And that was kind of the theme of last week. And we covered, we covered a number of different topics, but really what we focused on was what are folks really needing right now? And so as an example, one of the things we hear from prospects, we hear from customers is we need to do a better job with forecasting. We need to do a better job with budgeting and planning. And so we, we had a number of sessions that were focused around budgeting and planning and found uh, forecasting and scenario planning. In fact, we fe- featured a customer um, doing that. Um, we also talked about continuous accounting, the virtual close. Uh, obviously, the whole notion of a virtual close, even more important nowadays. Um, we talked about security and controls. Huge topic. You know, we have a lot of customers that have recently gone public as well. And so this notion of security and controls 
really, really important, especially for those on the public markets. Um, and you know, probably most importantly, we talked about cash. Uh, Evan mentioned that cash is king, and we've been, we've put out a lot of new features around cash. And so we actually had a whole session around what's new with Netsuite Cash Management. And uh, and like I said, the 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 whole week was really focused around financials, budgeting, and planning, and how do we how do our customers take advantage of that? And uh, and so there were there were eight sessions last week. Um, they're all available now on demand. Uh, so people can go and access those as part of NetSuite now on air um, and go and see really whatever they want and uh, and access that content. You know, Ram, at the outset, you said it was really exciting and I was waiting and then you said cash and that got me excited. <laughs> um, hey, cash but, is but king. Cash is king. Cash is king when it's in my pocket, especially. I want to just go back to the top and you talked about scenario planning, planning and budgeting. You know, it's it's always an important topic, but, you know, I don't think I've heard so much talk about these topics around forecasting and budgeting, but also scenario planning, as I've heard this year. What, what I mean, obviously, in times of change and, dare I say, uncertainty, I guess, it's going to come up as an important topic, but any other factors that play into that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is the time. Like, we're in October. This is the time that people, um, you know, people don't plan for the new year in December. They plan for the new year. They start it right now. This is like, the, you know, you can kind of think of it as budgeting and planning season, so to speak. Because the pandemic aside, it, you know, right now is when people start to work on their planning, to thinking about the next year. Um, and I think you know, the other thing that accelerates this is people are thinking about Plan A, Plan B, Plan C, and they're thinking about how do they have multiple plans, whereas, you know, in the past, they may have planned for longer, a longer time frame. Um, now there's a lot more replanning and a lot more um, continuous planning that's happening. And so it's very top of mind for, for everybody, both from a time perspective, but also from a seasonality perspective. Ronnie, you mentioned companies going public, which was kind of a mild surprise. Some of the big ones that came out and are still coming out this year, but from a system standpoint, what do companies need? What are they looking for in a product like NetSuite to help them with that process? You know, it's it's two things, Fritz, then, and we covered them last week, but one of them is about security and controls. Uh, you gotta have you gotta have the right controls in place. There's this little geeky thing called SOD or segregation of duties. If you're in the GRC world, uh, which I used to be in my past, you get re- you can get really engaged on this. But, you know, for anyone that knows about Sarbanes-Oxley, SOD is a really key element. Um, the other thing is you got to make sure you're, you're compliant with the latest accounting regulations. You know, we had a customer that went public on the Toronto Stock Exchange and then did a secondary offering on the New York Stock Exchange. And so, you know, they got to be compliant with multiple accounting regulations. And so, you know, those are important things for people to kind of get their head around and understand how does NetSuite enable that and what are things that I need to do? Because it's there are some product-related functionality. There's also some process-related things. And so we covered all those and talked really about that as part of these sessions last week. And Ranga, what can we expect this week from sessions? What can people look forward to? So it's a li- we've taken a little bit of a different turn this week. We're really focused on two areas. So there's two themes. So last week, we talked about financials, budgeting, and planning. This week, we're talking on two topic areas. One, about harnessing the power of the Sweet Cloud platform and Sweet Analytics. And the second topic is really best of the suite tips from the experts. Now, the first one, the Harness the Power of the Suite Cloud Platform, 
this really gets into meaty. If I'm a developer trying to, you know, work on NetSuite either as a, you know, within an existing customer or as a partner, you know, this gets it really meaty into the details. So it's about how do I get into Suite Cloud development? What are the customization tools? What are um, things like Suite Script 2.1? How do I leverage the latest Suite Script API? So it gets really, really meaty in terms of that uh, functionality inside of NetSuite. When I look at the best of the suite, there's a number of different things. So this is all about how do I be a rockstar admin? How do I take my financial reporting to the next level? How do I make sure that when I'm working on my customizations, that I do them in the right way that enable me to, to, you know, to really scale those in the right way and, and make sure that they're, and probably my favorite session that's coming up, taking your save searches to the next level. You talk to any NetSuite customer, you talk to any NetSuite user, uh, as myself as a NetSuite user, Save searches are like what you use on almost every single day when you're in NetSuite because it enables you to really leverage the power of the system. And so when you talk about uh, that's going to be a great session that people can really get into and understand what's the best ways to optimize their save searches to enable their users, their power users, and even themselves, depending on who's registering for that. And how can people make sure that they get this on their schedule for this week? Where can they go to, to get all the times, make sure it's, it's, you know, they're reminded of when it's happening, what's going on? So you register as part of the NetSuite Now on Air platform, and then you, there's a schedule builder. So you can go and add those in and then get notified, make sure that you've got them on your schedule. And then if you went in, you missed any, you can, of course, go back and look at those things. Um, so it's really this, the, the benefit of the NetSuite Now on Air platform that, you know, it's not just like, I need to register for this, you know, 27 times, I get to go in, I register once, and then I get to add all these things. So we're, we're trying the best that we can do to bring that sweet connect sweet world experience to life. And, uh, you know, in this in this virtual environment that we're in. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Ranga for joining us. Thanks, Kendall. Thanks, Fritz. Our last guest is Lisa Schwarz, a familiar name if you've joined the NetSuite podcast before. She's NetSuite Senior Director of Product Marketing, and she'll break down what's to come this week on the product side of things. Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Great to be here. Now, we have discussed everything that went down last week on NetSuite Now On Air. What can you tell us about what's going down this week from a product standpoint? Yeah, so this week is all about the platform. Da da da. Woo woo. Yeah, I can't do anything without the platform. So we're going to uh, go deep into some of uh, the great capabilities that are currently there, some enhancements that you know came out with 20.2, and then a sneak peek into 21.1 things as well. So. Elham will be kicking things off first thing Tuesday uh, morning with her keynote covering Sweet Cloud and Sweet Analytic highlights. Is this your favorite area, Lisa? Because Evan said that this is, when he talked about this area, he said, you know, I got to talk to my homies and this was his happy place. Is this your you, happy place? You know, surprisingly, it's it's grown to be my happy place. I'm, I'm a fangirl now of this area, big time, more than I thought, so... I totally want people to feel that same vibe and, and, and join, join that as well if they aren't on that train already. <laughs> yeah, and Elham will get them on that train. We have also an online lounge. Can you talk about what is included there, how that works? 
Yeah. So um, for folks who you may be familiar with Sweet World, it's similar to like our Birds of the Feather roundtables. We'll have two lounges happening next week, one on Wednesday, which is devoted to Sweet Cloud. So really appropriate for developers and admin type folks. And it's just a place for, you know, our customers, like-minded folks um, on the topic to come together. And we'll have NetSuite subject matter experts there kind of moderating discussions, asking questions, making connections. So kind of just an open mic type of forum. So Sweet Cloud topic is on Wednesday, the 14th in the afternoon. And then Sweet Analytics will happen on Thursday. So Again, just really informal, ask questions, meet other customers, like-minded folks who have similar interests. Totally cool and a great way to just make friends and have fun. Sounds like heaven for, uh, for all those developers out there. Oh, yeah. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us, and I'm sure you'll be on joining us again soon. Absolutely. Take care. Clearly, lots of exciting stuff happening on NetSuite now on air, and we're only just beginning week two. Stay tuned for more next week, and thank you so much to Fritz Nelson, Jim Calabrese, Andrew Heary, Ranga Bodla, and Lisa Schwarz for joining us this week. I also want to shout out to our editing crew over at Lampstand, and all of you, of course, for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe for more episodes just like this. Bye! You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.